Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock it! Unsafe, unfair, and discriminatory practices towards women must stop. Inclusion cannot be prioritized over safety and fairness. And Ranking Member Lee, if my testimony makes me transphobic, then I believe your opening monologue makes you a misogynist. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer right over there with a very special guest on the WIBC hotline. Just a badass American. That's who's standing by right now. Uh, she's the host of the Gains for Girls podcast on OutKick. Uh, Riley Gaines joins us. Riley, how are you? I am doing great. It is good to talk to you guys. Man, we were loving your uh, testimony, giving them a little taste of their own medicine, a little spirited back and forth. And the thing that Nigel and I were talking about, Riley, was... You're 23 years old, I believe. You're not some seasoned politician that's been doing this kind of thing, you know, her whole life. You've got professional agitators up there trying to give you the business, and you gave it right back to them. How good did that feel? Well, let me tell you, you do not need to be a seasoned politician or a scientist or biologist, as our sitting Supreme Court justice said, who couldn't define what a woman is uh, you don't have to be those things to understand uh, that men and women are different and to call it hypocrites, to put it pretty simply. Uh, and that's exactly what, what I was trying to do in that moment. And I think it's what we all need to be doing. Um, call out hypocrisy when you see it. Uh, these people think they're intimidating, especially, you know, members of Congress. Uh, they, they pretend that they're intimidating. And to be fair, I was intimidated of them the first couple times that I've testified uh, but they're not intimidating. They're stupid. <laughs> tell, me. tell them what to say. They don't know what's going on. They, the, the Democrats on uh, who were part of that hearing deflected from the argument and resorted, pointed to abortion and, and the race card and, and other uh, historical, or I guess other pieces of legislation that have historically painted Republicans as woman haters. I mean, it, it's utter lunacy. Their their tactics tactics for fear-mongering and deflection. Riley, back up just just for a second here. If somebody didn't see it, and we played a bunch of clips yesterday, who were you testifying in front of? Was this some sort of Title IX thing? Was it was it Congress? Was it the Senate? Who, who was asking you those questions? So it was, uh, it was Congress, the U.S. House. Uh, it was the Oversight and Accountability Committee. Um, the, the chairwoman of the committee was Representative McLean from Michigan, who's Republican, and the ranking member was Representative Lee, who, and that's ultimately the, the woman I call a misogynist. Yeah. And yes, uh, this hearing was surrounding Title IX and urging the Biden administration to uphold the original intent of Title IX, because what they're doing now is rewriting Title IX and equating sex with gender identity. Uh, and this is the biggest attack that we have seen on women's sports uh, and really on women as a whole. So so that's what the hearing was about. And then your back and forth with she's Representative Lee from, I think she's Pennsylvania, right? You and Pennsylvania have a long history, I believe, <laughs> of, of uh, that state and uh, uh, people from that state going back and forth with you. She, call, she actually called you uh, transphobic, right? And then you had some words for her right back to her face. 
Yes. Uh, in her opening monologue, uh, the first thing she says is, I can't believe I'm forced to sit here and listen to this transphobic bigotry. Wow. And in my in my mind when she said this, I was so caught off guard because, again, the first thing she says, the first thing any Democrat had the opportunity to say in this hearing, and that's what she chooses to say. And so it, it kind of hit me. You know, my stance, it's not anti Trans, of course not. My, my stance on this issue is very much pro-woman. Uh, but if being pro-woman is immediately deemed anti-trans, wouldn't it mean that being pro-trans is inherently anti-woman? Like, what do we call someone? <laughs> what do we call someone who's anti-woman? We call them a misogynist, right? Uh, and, and so that was kind of my my line of thinking there, uh, because what I saw from her, and again the rest of the Democrats uh, on that hearing for the entire four hours. I, I sat there and was berated by them. Uh, they showed a clear and utter disdain, contempt, hatred, it almost seemed, for women. Chatting with Riley Gaines, who has an awesome podcast on Outkick.com, Gaines for Girls. Definitely worth a listen. Riley, it's crazy. We're still having these conversations, you know, a couple years removed from this whole storyline of biological dudes competing against women. Has it gotten any better over the last couple of years? Definitely. Uh, I would say there's a lot of traction. A lot of people are waking up. I mean, even if you look at, you know, the Gallup polls that have been released in the the past year or so, um, I think the first Gallup poll showed that 62% of the nation uh, agreed that allowing men into women's sports is harmful and not a good idea. Um, and a couple months after that Gallup poll, they released another one where that, that number was then 70%. Uh, and that's only continuing to increase. And, and you and I both know, both of you, there, there are very few issues in politics that 70% plus agree. Uh, but this is one of those. And so it's just a matter of getting those people in leadership positions to listen, um, whether that be, uh, of course, the people leading this country, like the Biden administration or, or U.S. senators, delegates, representatives, both state and federal level, or whether that be uh, specific sport governing bodies, whether that be within institutions, uh, a part of, of course, academia. We, we were seeing the direction that that's going. It's just a matter of getting them to, to open their eyes and listen to us. And I, I think we're reaching that point uh, without a doubt. Riley, Riley, why do you do it? I mean, you didn't have to be there yesterday. You, you just told us yourself. You subjected yourself to four hours of uh, being berated by Democrats who think you're somehow transphobic because you don't like the fact that men are allowed to play in, in women's sports. You've experienced firsthand with Leah Thomas uh, when you swam for uh, Kentucky. Why, why do it? Why are you the, the face of this now? Because no one else will. Yeah. Uh, there are very few people who have been willing to take on this burden. And I say burden because that's, I mean, it is a burden. Uh, who would voluntarily put themselves in front of AOC for four hours? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Not me. Oh, uh, there are very few people who, who really, I, I mean, the vitriol that comes with it. Uh, and I was naive when, when I was waiting initially before I took a stand. I waited for someone else to do it. Uh, and again, mm. uh, I was failed by the people who I thought would. Uh, since then, of course, we have had phenomenal people take a stand. Uh, Paula Scanlon, she's one who's testified in front of Congress and has done a phenomenal job in communicating why this matters. Uh, she's, of course, a teammate of, of Thomas's, uh, both when Thomas was Will Thomas and now when Thomas is 
identifying as Leah Thomas. Uh, but, but other than that, I'll tell you, it's, it's few and far between who are willing and able to handle the vitriol that comes with it. But again, um, that's, that's what they want. That's, 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 uh, that's their tactics. They want to scare people into silence. And for the most part, it works. But once you realize they're really not as scary as they seem, I mean, heck, they went into a tailspin. They basically had to do a factory reset uh, by being called a misogynist. They hate when their own intersectional language is used against them. Uh, to which they then not only uh, was this encounter kind of, uh, of course, it went viral, but afterwards, um, a few moments after I called Representative Leah misogynist, she then tried to get my words removed from, from the record. Uh, you know, I, I call for grounds of, of removing her words. She's engaging in personalities. Uh, to which there was no yeah. ground for and that. She, and then uh, she she embarrassed herself, and she had to back down from that and withdrew that request, right? She did. Uh, her <laughs> attempt to erase history did not work, and the verdict still shows that she is, in fact, a misogynist. Like, I love it. Take me through what it's like, like just a day in your life, Riley. Like, you're out, you know, maybe you're working out. Maybe you're going to the grocery store. Just having a regular day, what people do, and next thing you know, your phone's blowing up. Media Matters is ripping you. Keith Olbermann's ripping you. Like, when you go home and talk to your family, is it just like, eh, no big deal? Or is there a time to vent? Do you get mad? Do you throw stuff? What's it like? Well, uh, I, I'll start by saying, gosh, if Keith Olbermann's ripping you, it means you're doing something right. <laughs> Damn right. Uh, 100%. <laughs> Man, it's, uh, I'll tell you, playing sports my whole life, um, I've kind of developed this skill of being able to compartmentalize. Uh, you know, when when I was at practice uh, in college, you know, we're there six hours every day. And when I was at practice, I was on. I, I gave it everything I had. Uh, but when I left, I didn't think about it. Whether my practice was good, bad, didn't matter. That was that was the path. Uh, I'm trying to be where my feet are. Um, and I'll tell you that that skill has transcended into this aspect, this realm as well. Um, when I'm on, I'm on. When I'm not, I'm just me. Uh, you know, I'm still being 23. I, I've got a wonderful husband. I've got two dogs. I've got other things going on in my life that I care about, uh, that I'm passionate about, whether that be, um, you know, family, friends, other things. So, uh, of course, I take this very able to, to turn my brain off um, and, and not think about it when I don't need to. And to be clear, it's not all negative stuff that you get. I mean, when we told our audience you were coming back on our program, oh, yeah. like yeah. the response was amazing. People respond to you. They love you. They appreciate what you're doing, whether it's dads that have daughters play sports or maybe it's just a listener that appreciates what you're doing. There's so many more people I feel like that support you but might not go onto social media. You know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh, the support that I've received uh, has been tenfold, anything negative, uh, without a doubt. Um, and you're exactly right. Parents who are reaching out to me saying, thank you, you know, my daughter is going through this, uh, a very similar situation, or, or female athletes themselves thanking me. I had a, a high school volleyball team the other day. Uh, all It was really sweet. They all signed a volleyball, uh, University of Kentucky volleyball, which is, of course, where I went to school. Uh, they all signed it and sent it to me and just said they're so thankful for what I'm doing. And that's that's why we fight this. 
uh, it's of course not for me. I'm done competing. Um, it is for that next generation, and it is for the women who who fought relentlessly uh, for Title IX. For me to have the opportunities that I had, who now in their same lifetime, uh, they're seeing those opportunities being taken away. Uh, that's who we're, who at least I'm fighting for. Uh, again, I, I know I mentioned Paula. That's who she fights for. That's who, who these um, these amazing women like Sage Steele, Michelle Tafoya, some of some of the women who who worked in this realm previously. That's who they fight for. Uh, so it's been um, overwhelming to receive the support that I had. I'll even tell you very briefly. Uh, I was getting on a plane the other day and. Uh, I could tell some people were looking at me. I, I kind of figured they maybe knew who I was, but it was kind of looks. I didn't know if they were supportive, not supportive. Uh, but when I got on the plane, I was the last one to board. I was just taking my time. And when I got on the plane, the entire plane started clapping for me. I mean, it was like a <laughs> wow. movie scene. And these people had told the plane who I was, what I was doing, and every single person on that plane was so appreciative of that. That's awesome. Incredible. Love to hear that. Now, what can we hear on your podcast, Gains for Girls podcast? It's at Outkick.com. So you can expect to hear uh, from policy experts. Uh, I, I just had on my, my podcast this week, Ted Cruz, Senator Cruz. Uh, you can expect to hear from uh, world-leading scientists surrounding, of course, the topic of, of men and women's sports and the differences between men and women, as if we even need a scientist to explain it to us. <laughs> uh, you can expect to hear... Uh, from other people who have been impacted by the cultural issues that seem to be plaguing America. Um, and so it's been a lot of fun to be on the other side of, of it, uh, uh, not being the person who's interviewed, uh, but being the interviewee. It, it's kind of fun and, and um, certainly something that I believe has been impactful in a lot of people's uh, lives. Well, Riley, I know you probably didn't have anything to do with it, but you're so damn awesome. We're giving you full credit for getting the IU Kentucky basketball games back on again. <laughs> you're getting full credit from our audience for getting that back on, Riley. Finally, it's all yeah. No, I take I take it. Um, I take the credit here. Riley Gaines, Gaines for Girls podcast. Check it out on Outkick, outkick.com. Riley, have a great Christmas holiday season, and we'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thank you, guys.